All right, it's BradCooney.com. I'd like to welcome to the show Gravity Music recording artist Trey P. What is up, Trey? Nothing much, man. Sitting in the studio, chilling. Oh, you're in the studio right now? Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Nice. Spent a lot of hours up in that bad boy. Oh, man, it's nonstop. Yeah, that's what's up. And that's what it takes. That's what it takes, man. Live it. You know? Most definitely. A lot of people don't understand that, you know? Yeah. A lot of people think it just come around the corner or people blow up overnight. Nah, man. Yeah, like yeah. years and years of preparation and hard work. It does. And it's, and it's very rare you have you have anybody just get lucky and get, you know, get that big break. It, it Most people that are on top right now, they had to grind it for years. Right. Exactly. Tell the listeners out there a little bit about you. Like, when, when, when did you first get into making music and how did it all start? Man, I started getting into music like when I was like 11, 10 years old. I was listening to Hot Boys and No Limit Soldiers. I was listening to the stuff that they were saying in their music. And it kind of inspired me to start writing music and write what I was going through in my music. So that was when I wrote my first song. And how old were you about when you said? I was like 11. Okay. All right. That's pretty young. So take me, take me forward a little bit when did it go from an 11 year old just dabbling with it to like getting into a recording studio like did you play in high school like did you have like talent shows how, how did that all go down okay no i didn't i didn't really have any talent shows or anything like that um it started playing out when i met um a lot of my friends they were doing music and you know i wanted to make beats and stuff but I didn't really have the right tools to make beats, so I just started using YouTube beats, and I started recording. I'm not sure if you know who FBG Duck is. I I, I think I might have heard the name. Yeah, he, he's a, a big, uh, he had a, a deal with Sony yeah. uh, out of Chicago, and um, I started working with him. You know, uh, this was like when I was uh, 16. That was my first time actually making a official record and actually started mixing and engineering and producing oh, cool. doing stuff like that so he gained a lot of traction with the songs that he was doing and it really helped me out a lot yeah man um so starlight that's your uh, pr company they sent me a song that i listened to um when i read your your info your bio and things like that um I read that you did a cover, a Cindy Lauper cover song. Can you can you talk about that? Yeah, time after time. Yeah, Cindy Lauper. Um, it was a song that my grandmother used to listen to a lot, and um, you know, I I heard the beat because my manager was playing it in the car, and he played the song, and I'm like, man, I got to sample that. So I made the beat, I reproduced the beat. And then he came downstairs and heard me making a beat. He like, bro, and we started building from there. We started talking about things. I started talking about my past. And, you know, time after time came about because I just felt that type of energy. Me and my uh, manager were sitting down here. And, you know, we felt that vibe. Like, man, we, we done been through a lot time after time, but, yeah, we still here. You know, yeah, we still, we still doing what we got to do, and we still making a way. So, you know, life can, it's just a song about how life can, bring you down time after time, but time after time is about getting up, you know? Yep, I love it, man, because I'm a huge Cindy Lauper fan. She was really popular back back when I was in high school. She was huge. Yeah, she was. You know, Cindy Lauper had a lot of people going crazy. Yeah, she sold out, like, stadiums and shit. She was, she was really, really big back in the 80s. I think some of the early 90s, too, 
And then, um, like most, like a lot of artists, they kind of have a shelf life and they kind of fade off. She's still performing, though, actually. She still does, like, casino shows and um, things like that. So that's pretty cool. So when I read that, I was like, yeah, man, that's good stuff. <laughs> I pray she hear it one day, man, and just hit us up. Like, man, it's a nice show. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so the song I listened to, I think, is called Pimpin' Master 8. Is that correct? Uh, the name of the song is, um, is the name of the song is Belong to Me. Okay, cool. I do have that one down on my second. I, I got three songs I wanted to talk about. So that was just the, the Pimpin' Master, that was just the title you gave the, the file? Yeah, that was the title for the file. Gotcha. Okay, so Belong to Me. I listen to it. I love it, man. T- tell me tell me more about the song. Tell the listeners what the song's about. Well, the song is for the players and pimps, man. It's for the skaters and the steppers, you know? <laughs> um, I, I, I came up with the song, um, sitting down, just thinking about, um, you know, my uncle was a big pimp back in the day. So, yeah. you know, he used to, um, always tell me about certain things. Like you got to get, get a girl some game. It's not just you pimping her and this, that, and the third. So I just kind of expounded on those type of ideas when I made that song. So yeah, most definitely for the players and pimps and the skaters and steppers out there, you know, I, I, I made that track simply for that, you know. <laughs> now, do you try when you write songs? Do you try to write songs that touch different genre of people? Yes, most definitely, most definitely. Uh, I want to, I want to be able to extend my range of uh, making music. You know, yeah. I don't want to be stuck in a box, and I want to be, uh, you know, I can do any genre. I can do any genre. I can do EDM. I can do hip hop. I can do rap. I can do R and B. I can do glitch rap. I mean, whatever, you know, rock. I can do it all. You know, I, I just when I when I started doing music, I just started taking every art form and just listening to it. Like, you can learn from anything. So I just, you know, I I, I take it all into consideration. How much does your mood steer the kind of songs you write? My mood yep. definitely affects <laughs> the songs I'm making. Yeah, sure. tell me about it. Most definitely, because it's like, you know, all right, just like now, I'm in the studio now, and uh, we just came from um, South Carolina. Yep. We just came from South Carolina, hooked up with a producer. You know, he sent us some beats. I was in there singing, and, you know, he was really liking the vibe. So right now I'm in a real good spirit. I would probably make a song about, uh, you know, having a happy life or, you know, living or, you know, something like that, you know, just mm-hmm. like being on the road or something like that. You know, I just feel in good spirits right now. I feel like uh, I'm very positive right now. So, yeah, uh, my mood definitely affects the way I make music, because when I'm upset, I probably be thinking of like, I'll be upset at my girl. And I'll make a song, you know, yeah, about breaking shit with. So I, something that happened at the club, and it's like, oh yeah, and then this, <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on, make a song about it. So, yeah, yeah the mood definitely affects it. There's a song by by a band called Limp Biscuit. They were pretty popular in the '90s. They're like a rap rock band. I heard of them. Yeah, yeah, Fred Durst. Check out some of their older videos. They're pretty good, man. But they got a song called Limp Break- Biscuit, man. I don't know why it's familiar. Yeah, yeah. If you go to YouTube and check them out, they're. they're uh, that the, the singer is a white dude, but he he kind of was a rap singer kind of guy. Um, okay. And um, yeah, they they use samples and they have to use instruments too. But but right. um, they have a song called "Break Shit," and it's just about a, it's just about when they're pissed off, they want to break shit, you know. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I think you like. Them. Yeah. 
Um, I think you could do, I think. <laughs> what's that? You never know how you feeling, man. You right. You never know how you feeling. Yeah, man. I mean, I listen to some songs that make me speed in my car, man. I'm like, oh, shit, let me slow down. Man, I swear to God, you're not lying. I, I was just listening to a song and had, had, had us going 80, 90. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know the old, the the, the classic uh, California with Tupac and Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. I'll st- I'll speed every time in my car when I hear that song. But it's just it's so much. It's full of it's just full of character. Yeah, it's just full of. You know, I love that type of music. I, my manager had me listen to that type of stuff too. Yeah, I got yeah. a project coming out like that. Way. Yes, sir. All right, so I'm guessing the song called Homies. That's got to be about your your boys, right? Your friends and shit. Yeah, yeah. So I lost a lot of my friends and lost a lot of my loved ones. Yeah. Are you, do you live in Chicago? Uh, I don't live there anymore, but yes, I was born and raised. I moved out of Chicago about five, six years ago. Yeah. Where are you at now? I'm, I'm in Kansas City. KC. Yeah, I hear you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. I got two kids. I have to move out the way. You know, it's a lot going on out there. Yeah. I hate it, too, man, because Chicago... Chicago's a great city, man. It just, you know, it's got a lot of pissed off people in it. Um, young kids that are just angry and, and they, they, they lack direction and a lot of them are broken families and um, a lot of just, you know, when you're born in an environment, a lot of times you're a product of the environment and right. you don't know any other way. I mean, sometimes a lot of these kids, their, their parents were, were banging. You yeah, know? that's it's, true. It's just the, the, the parents don't teach them the right stuff. Right, man. Uh, but it's you know, but there's also a lot of really good people in Chicago and a lot of these major cities across the country, and I think right. the media the media doesn't really expand on that much. They they should. Um, yeah, they definitely put it out there as like the most negative. Yeah, absolutely. So what's the song "Get Up" about? Oh, "Get Up" is about you know how I was down and I didn't have nothing, and you know the ways that I tried and, and that I used to take to get up. You know, to to be able to be stable and to be able to be on the road and, you know, doing shows, still doing music and still being able to do what I do. Yeah, that's what's up, man. All right, so you have a, the, uh, a later, the latest track. What's the latest track? Is it what we just talked about or is it that song, Give It To You? This latest track is Give It To You. That's the latest single I just dropped. Okay, tell, tell us about that track. Well, Give It To You was, you know, it was about, a, you know, like I said, you know, me and my girl got into it, so, you know, I just feel like, you know, all the, whatever you want, you know, i give it to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you just tell me what you need, I know you you felt like that before, where yeah. you, it's just like somebody just, you, you trying everything that you can. You doing this, you going out your way to do things, and it's still not enough. So <laughs> you just feel like, just tell me what you want, and I'll give it to you. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know at this point. And a lot of times, the end result is you want to write a song, fuck it. <laughs> just fuck it. Fuck it, I'm done. Fuck Not for it. real, though. Yeah. It's just like, man, you, you get so tired. Like you said, they make a song called Break Shit, so. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's like, man, it's the mood, man. That's crazy that you said that, and now we expounding on it, but. Yeah. Yeah, the mood, it really, it really, really, really really made me feel that way and I just you know sat in the studio and was like let's do it man yeah the reason why I asked I mean, that is because as feel, a, so. the reason why I asked that before is because as a listener somebody who enjoys listening to music 
the songs I hear a lot of times drive my mood. So I can be I can be just feeling down or whatever. And then that like I'll just tell you that old G song, the, the California from from uh, Tupac and and, and Doctor Dre come on, and I'll, it'll just lift me up. It'll right. lift me up, man. I'll start feeling good. I forget about my problems for for two or three minutes there with that song. But then there's other songs where I'm in a really good mood, and there's, and there's some songs that just hit me in the feels, man. It kind of kind of like drop me down a little bit, you know. So right. it, 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 music does true. drive you. Well, I just feel like you know, without mood or without emotion, a song ain't really nothing, you know. Yeah, so. that's a great point. I've seen I've seen performances live where. The, the singer just you can tell they weren't connected he, it might have been a bad night um, but you know you could just still just go through the motions kind of thing but then I've seen yeah. shows where where like man what's that band there's a rock band called Coldplay um, oh yeah I know I know about Coldplay oh my god I mean, you want to talk about a religious experience it's like that's like a spiritual it's like a spiritual journey their shows that they take you on it's amazing so man. Yeah, man. All right, so what about a video? You got videos for these songs? So give it to you. Is there a video for it? Yes, the videos for all the songs that we just talked about is out now on YouTube. I dropped them about, I dropped them all in the same length of uh, like four months ago. Um, so then I read that you're going you're, you're gonna to release a song called Easy. Is that, is that out yet? It's not out yet. Y'all be ready for it, though, man. It's It's a... It's a very monumental, it, it makes a statement, you know, I feel like it's very mon monumental for me, um, for how I express myself through my music, for how people can understand who I am and what I'm about. And also, um, just, um, I just feel like the sound of it and, and it's just, it's just that one, you know, it's that one that you just listen to when you feel like you need a, a time of, of, uh, just, just a time to yourself, like, yeah. to understand yourself, to understand what you've been through and what you've made into it. I feel like it's one of those ones. Are you going to drop a video for that, too? Yes, the video. Actually, the video is dropping with the single. Oh, nice. We just shot the video in Chicago two weeks ago, so we're looking to drop it soon. Where'd you shoot the video at? In Chicago. Oh, nice. In my hometown. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> up, man. That's good shit. So what are your goals? Like, what do you want to get done a year from now? Say, give yourself one year. What do you want to be? Uh, one year, I see myself in front of 150,000 people. Oh, I love it. I want to be selling out shows. I want to be producing for the, some of the biggest artists and some of the best names in music. And I see myself, uh, like I just told my manager, you know, I see myself doing commercials. I see myself like being on a big screen like oh and, wow. and the crazy thing is even if it don't happen and within a year i know it's gonna happen i see myself doing it i don't see nothing else i don't see a different plan i've given up so much and i've let go of so much to get here and to get to where i need to go so yeah this is all i see man that's great you know i have a good friend of mine her name is alice and she lives her life by that by that uh that method, she she visualizes stuff, man. She'll close her eyes and she just says, you know what, this is what I want to do. This is what I want, I want to make this happen. She visualizes it, and most times that shit comes true for her. Right, and, and it's crazy that you say that because on the ride here, my manager was telling me about an artist he was playing, and he was like, man, this is a dope artist. I can see him with the Hennessy, and I can see him doing Hennessy commercials about the song and yeah. the girl, the Latino girl. 
But I took, and what what I told him was that's crazy because if the artist himself can't vision it, what you see don't matter. The yeah. artist got a vision, so he got to see himself there, or it just won't happen. Yeah, that's true, man. <laughs> Look, a lot of hip hop artists made the crossover into films. Tupac was one of them. Tupac was actually a really good actor before he got killed. Yeah, yeah, Tupac was really good. And DMX, DMX, rest his, God rest his soul, he uh, he did, he was really good also in acting. Uh, with the, I think the best, the best person was Ludacris. Ludacris is really good. He's really good. Yep. yep. He played in a few movies that really had me. I'm like, whoa. What was that film he, he was in? with acting instead of rapping. What film, what was that film he was in where, uh, uh, that one dude was trying to make it big and he, and he gave... He gave the guy Ludacris played the role of, 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 of already he was already assigned successful hip hop. That's what it was. Yep, that's the movie Hustle right the there. With Terrence Howard. Yes, that was a fantastic movie. Man, that's what got me. Like, man, this man is a star. Yep, that was a great movie because it really it did a great job. I'm not sure who produced that. Was that Spike Lee? Who produced that? I'm not even sure who produced that. I think I it might have been Spike Lee. Yeah, I just know it was a great movie. <laughs> it was a great movie because it showed what an artist has to do to try to make it. Yeah. You know, all, and the, all the things that he went through and yeah. real yeah. life situations. Man. The part in that movie that really got me the most is when, when he he gave Ludacris the, the his cassette tape of his of his demo and then he found <laughs> he found it in the toilet, man, in the in the bathroom like you know, remember that part? <laughs> I remember that part. Man, he was so pissed, man. He was so mad. Man, that was crazy. He beat him up. Yeah, he, he beat the up. shit out of him. He put his hands on him. Yep. He threw hands for sure. He was mad. That was he a great mad as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Would yeah. you be mad as hell? Oh, dude, I would have lost my shit. I would have lost my shit. Listen to my shit. <laughs> yep, I would have lost my shit too, man, for sure. No doubt. That was a great movie. Man. Yep. Great movie. It was. And rest in peace to uh P and B Rock Man. Absolutely. And Juice but I man. was just talking to I was just talking to my friend about how um, you know, it could be certain people that you rub the wrong way. Like you could meet a fan and then you treat him bogus and then he wanna come kill you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's just real life situations in that hustle and flow movie. So even as an artist, for anybody who listening and trying to be an artist, just be humble, man. <laughs> yeah. So I um, remember that song straight out of, uh, that song. Remember that movie straight out of Compton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I interviewed on this show. I interviewed an actor named Mark Rose who he he played Tupac in that film. Um, oh wow! He was on my show probably about six, maybe five, six years back. And um, that's dope. That's I dope. I asked him in that interview. I asked him, what was the highlight for you? What was the moment that really sticks out the most when you were filming that uh, film? Because you had legends in that film. And Ice Cube was in the film, and Ice Cube's right. son played in there. I mean, it was a really loaded cast. And um, he surprised me with his answer. He told me that the highlight for him was not when they were, not when they were filming it. He said the highlight wow. for him was at a, at a film premiere party. He said he was standing there with a drink in his hand, and some older black lady came up to him, and um, she reached out her hand, and she took his hand, and she, she leaned in, and she said, I just wanted to tell you how proud I am. I'm Tupac's mother, and I thought you did a wonderful... Oh, wow. Yeah, dude, every hair in my body stood up when he told me this. 
And, and, wow. and she said that I'm Tupac's mother, and and you did me proud, and I'm sure you did you, you did Tupac proud. We appreciate you um, playing his roles so well, dude. Wow. He told me that there was, if he had a hundred years, he could never think of a better way than to get validated than that. His performance. Wow. Yep. Yeah, that's, that just gave me goosebumps. Yeah, man. dude. <laughs> yes, sir. I mean, I almost, man, I, mean, I had to say, man, my eyes watered up. I was, I was like stunned. I was like, wow. Man, that's just monumental. That's, that's yeah. very, that's huge. And think about it, it's true. I mean, what, what other way that can top that as far as getting your performance his validated? His own mother. His, yeah. his own mother. You know? Man. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's big, man. Yeah. That's, a, that's a moment he'll never forget. Yep. Ever. Yep. That was huge. All right, man. Um, let me just look through my notes to make sure I didn't miss something. Before I let you go, is there any songs or projects that I missed that you want to talk about before I let you tell everybody where they can follow you and get your music? Um, nah, man. You, you didn't really miss nothing, man. You were uh, pretty spot on. Good deal. Pretty spot on. So, uh, All right. yeah, most definitely look out for Easy coming up. You know, Easy's coming up. You're going to drop a video for that. So tell everybody yeah, out there listening where they can get your music and, and where they can follow you and if you have a website, anything like that. You can get my music on all platforms, iTunes, Spotify, uh, iHeart, uh, anywhere. You can get my music anywhere. And you can follow me on Instagram at Trey underscore Peasy. That's P-E-E-Z-Y. You can follow me on Twitter. That's at three peasy t h r the number three underscore peasy. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook under Travel Pole, and you can follow me on Snapchat at Trey P underscore nineteen ninety four. All right, there it is, folks. I appreciate you coming on board, Trey. Uh, when when you got some some new stuff you want to talk about, just let us know. We'll get you, we'd love to get you back on the show, bro. Uh, most definitely. I appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, good luck to you, man. Keep doing your thing. For sure. Take care, bro.